Welcome to the next episode of Humans of SDU. Our guest today is Mass, an engineering student who recently started his own company. Today's hosts are Franca and Martin, and we bring you this episode together with Merit Media. Enjoy! Hello, Mess. Thank you for joining us today for our talk. And uh, yeah, we heard that you started your own business during the Corona times. So could you tell us a bit more about that? How did it go? Or how is it going? Yeah, of course. Uh, so so um, I used uh, some of the time uh, at the communication, how to call it, uh, to to establish a, a new carpentry business where I do tables, uh, dining tables, um, and a lot of different design as well. So uh, uh, coat hangers and, and a lot of woodwork. Um, I've always been interested in, in, in entrepreneurship and, and and things like that. So so it, it felt natural to, to use some of the, the free time where you can't go out uh, to to be productive in, in in that sense. All right, and what brought you to carpentry as as such? It's a bit like a specific thing, I would say. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, so so I I really really love making things with my hands, and and uh, I grew up with a dad that always told me that just try, and if if I fail, I can I can learn from that. So so I grew up in in a, in a house where where I could use all the tools and and I could do whatever I wanted to. So um, from that, I learned a lot. Uh, I'm not a carpenter by any means, but but I learned a lot throughout my experiences. Uh, and and just from there, I took it to to a more specific approach, creating furniture. And uh, I really enjoy just using my hands. So. When in school and university, uh, you use a lot of time in front of the computer, and I have work beside that also in front of the computer. So it's just nice to get out, uh, get some fresh air, get some dirty hands, and and use some some tools. Yeah, it's just it's just a, a nice way of doing it, and I really love uh, the simplicity of woodworking. Uh, even though it can be complex, you can always find a way through uh, different problems, and uh, I really love that. Yeah. Um, but when you first started uh, getting into furniture uh, making, were you like super talented from the beginning or was it uh, a work in progress where you really had to um, improve or? Yeah, so obviously <laughs> you're not an expert at first. Uh, so I made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> um, uh, the first dining table I ever did was to my own apartment, and uh, in that there's a lot of mistakes, uh, especially since I produced the legs myself uh, in iron and uh, in steel, and then painted myself and bended myself and welded, and, and then from there on to put silicon and and work with those different aspects as well. Um, I think everyone can can work with wood and simplicity, and uh, just cutting up planks is is rather easy, uh, but it's more complex when it, when you go into the smaller crafts as well. Uh, so I really made a lot of mistakes, and and I think that by doing those, I I also um, regained the the will and motivation to just keep pushing. Because um, when you do a mistake and you learn from it, and it you succeed the next time, it really just uh, motivates you. Uh, especially motivates me, I think. So it was uh, it was just a lot of trial and error at first. And and now I really have some products that I myself are proud of, and and I think that 
the response is 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 good to them so uh, people think they're they're nice as well and that is in itself also a great motivator and uh that 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 other people really like what you're doing and yeah so it's just uh, keep on trying and uh i did a lot of mistakes throughout the way uh but but now i'm here and uh i'm producing things that i like myself and i can really stand behind them and say that it's danish quality in in my opinion at least um starting your own company when you're this young it's really uh, you should be really proud of yourself what were some of the like difficult things about actually starting your company not just from uh mostly from the business side so obviously there's a limit limitation to uh, how much time you have available even though it's corona and everything is locked down uh virtual uh, education and such it's it's still time is one of the huge uh, limitations uh, this is not so the company i started just recently uh how goes denmark is is it's not uh the only business I've, or project i'm running uh mm-hmm. and throughout my entire life i've been doing a lot of things in high school i created two different companies as well just to to try it and and through those i learned that it always looks like a bigger challenge before you start than when you're starting so uh like i said my my mom and dad always said that i could just do whatever i wanted in regards to those things so when i was eight i i took my bike drove up to uh, the nearest uh, dealer of potatoes <laughs> danish young uh, <laughs> potatoes and and said that uh, i could buy them and then i could uh, clean them up and sell them to him again for uh, maybe just one Danish krone more. And then I could earn one Danish krone per kilo for clean potatoes and he could sell them for three Danish krones more per kilo. So <laughs> um, I started off young and, and and learned that it's just just do it. And uh, obviously there's also a lot of bureaucracy. There's registration of your company, uh, taxes, all of those boring stuff that you really don't want to, that you really don't want to look into when you're starting off a business. You just want to produce some stuff and sure. <laughs> go big and... Yeah. Uh, earn some money see how people react to your products and and feel the joy and the happiness of of uh, creating value for someone else out of simple materials that's the that's the coolest thing of doing something yourself but uh 60 of of starting a business is bureaucracy looking into money and taxes uh the government of course wants a lot of information and data from you and sometimes you're asked to uh you have to have a cvr number in denmark to to have a business and and uh if you have one of those uh, you can get a bank account but you can't get one of those without a bank account and so so sometimes it's just it feels like a a, a big circus just running around but you'll get to the bottom of it and just uh, keep on pushing keep on going and and uh yeah, yeah, learn like from a, a real struggle with the <laughs> administration thing yes, sure. it can be yeah it can be but Yeah, just just go ahead. Yeah, take it from the take it from the top. Uh, create a to do list, and there's a lot of great tools out there. Uh, a lot of great websites where you can just search up some tips for Danish entrepreneurship and how to start off your business. And and also, don't be afraid to call them. Call uh, Sket Denmark and <laughs> call all of the demonstrations around uh, the Danish government. They they are very helpful. So there's a lot of great tools as well. That's really good. Yeah. But um you said that you started two companies in high school. Was it a serious projects or was it more something to do in your free time? 
So I did two very different companies. Uh, I did one where I lost a lot of money and <laughs> spent a lot of time, but also learned a lot. So I did one where I wanted to create a, a food stamp uh, sort of way. So instead of putting a date on food, for example, that could be a meat, uh, that would be a small marker that would react with uh, the content of the of the package. For example, let's say uh, just some, some box meat, uh, whatever. And um, then it would react to the acidity of the meat. And whenever it, it turned bad, the mark on the packaging would turn red. So instead of throwing food out that was good, even though it just ran over the date uh, or expired, uh, you could still see if it would it, if it uh, was fresh, even though it it, it, uh, it expired on the date. Um, and it turned out to be a lot of lab hours that I had to buy and uh, really expensive, but I learned a lot and won two initiative prizes uh, for uh, high school innovation. Uh, one of a, a few thousand Danish kroner, which I used, <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, yeah, so so I learned a lot from that, and it's still in the back of my head. Uh, and then uh, the other company I, I I thought of and and started thinking and doing the logistics behind was was helping elderly people with electronics. So it, that was just starting off with some friends, parents, and and uh, grandparents, just driving home to those, helping them out. And so whenever starting something, you don't have to invent. Uh, the biggest new thing you don't have to be a billionaire from the first week just take it slow uh learn how to learn how to uh, engage with different people learn how to to establish some of the networks and and uh because it's really important uh, using your network and also just taking one challenge at a time instead of thinking uh as 15 problems as and one entire big problem just take them one at a time and and uh, grind through it so yeah, those were uh, hobby um, businesses, but still, they, they uh, of course, took a lot of time, and uh, I learned a lot from those as well. Let me just uh, let's go uh, a bit uh, earlier into our conversation, because your story with the potatoes uh, things when you were <laughs> eight came to me as really interesting, because... At least me personally, it has never occurred to me when I was eight that I would be like doing business or selling potatoes, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about it? Do you think that, uh, I don't know, you yourself or people generally are uh, born with this feel or with this uh, spirit for business? Or is it something that you were brought to? Or how do you came to this... Uh, thinking that you can selling potatoes and earn something from that <laughs> at eight. Well, uh, yeah, it's uh, obviously I, I can hear what you say like that. It, it sounds a bit weird, but <laughs> <laughs> um, so so I grew up with, with a dad that, that had his own company. And uh, since I was very young, uh, since I could barely walk, I've been out there walking around the machines and uh, packing packing different things and just working honestly uh, so so some kind of of weird family child labor i think but <laughs> um so uh from that of course i learned to work at another stage at uh instead of 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 getting money from my parents each week for cleaning the dishes i i could get a few hours in in my dad's company and from that i could earn some money and and i think that's the way it's just um you 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 learn how to learn how to optimize your your everyday life and and maybe from that it came i don't know if it's if you're born with it uh 
maybe I was since my dad, everything he surrounds himself around is, is entrepreneurship and business. And, and I really followed him and look up to him very much. So, um, yeah, I just grew up in the environment, I think. And, and then from there, maybe I got an idea, said to my parents that why don't I just go up there and, and buy some of his potatoes, clean them up and sell them to him for, for one Danish grow more. And, uh, uh, then they just said, yeah, why don't you do it? Just go ahead, take your bike and, and go now. So, uh, yeah, just <laughs> biked back and forth with like 10 kilos of potatoes, a uh, small child. And, and so maybe my parents could just said, that's a weird idea. Or what about that? What about that? They, they, they didn't. They just, um, said, why not? So, uh, I think that if I'll take that with me when I hopefully get kids one day, just to, say yes instead of no uh, obviously you should still learn them how to engage with the community and society as well but yeah i don't know maybe i'm just a bit weird <laughs> that just said yes to yes to everything so i learned a lot no, from that it's really cool i just imagine like a small child with a huge bag of <laughs> potatoes if i saw someone like that i would just i would be just give them all to me please just give them all to me and go play somewhere <laughs> yeah it was uh, it was a fun time as well and uh yeah, I learned a lot from that as well. So I learned how to how to earn money and not and how not to earn money. So maybe it was just a bit too much work for like ten chocolate bars at the <laughs> at the gas station, but it worked for me and uh, I learned a lot from it. It was fun and I used half a summer on that and just yeah, I learned to say why not, just let's go do it. Just uh, taking from that, what do you think is at least for you was the most appeal? like appealing thing uh doing your own business for you is it a thing that you can just create whatever you do or many people maybe say that they are their own bosses and yeah. they don't just uh, work for so someone with, else yeah I, I i don't think i can work for someone else <laughs> um maybe because i've i've i'm used to the amount of freedom that comes with having your own business uh you can just go work in the weekends if you have to, and and uh, you can work late, you can work early. It depends on your own rhythm, and I really think that flexibility is is, is great, and that's what I'm used to from from my dad's company, in, in which I'm uh, I'm a board mem board member now. And uh, from those experiences comes also the the responsibility, of course. So I really think that in in creating in your own business. The, the coolest thing and the greatest thing of all is creating something that people value. So creating value from sometimes nothing, that could be a service of some kind. And, and also just having some raw materials, putting some thought into it and, and um, just producing something that people really like. That's the coolest thing ever. Every time someone orders something from me or or is interested or compliments some of the things I've did, I can be proud for, for days because... Uh, I made it and and uh, it's a part of my identity and and my design and that 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 really is the coolest thing uh just imagining that something you did is is impacting other people's lives in in big or small um amounts I really think that's uh that's awesome that's super nice but um you mentioned that you are also a board member in your dad's company um yeah. what um, I'm not exactly sure what board member means. What is it uh, that your role is in the company? Yeah, so 
the last five years, I've been working more and more as a technical designer, doing 3D modeling work and and similar similar things. So designing some of the machines they do, and um, from from that, uh, they are three owners of the company. So my dad got the majority, and then there are two others helping him out. And uh, uh, the two others said that maybe if I want to take over the company one day, it could be a good thing that I was sitting in the board, uh, looking at the entire company. So being in in some kind of of uh, owner circle, uh, looking from above and and looking into the numbers, determining where to go with the company, what to do, and and from that, of course, came a lot of learning experiences for me as well. So. Um, they decided to 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 take me in, and uh, and I really am I'm very grateful for that because from that comes a lot of a lot of great experiences and and a lot of strategic work that I can learn a lot from. And also, since I grew up with the company uh, GreenTech, um, I can really just uh, the, that I could be behind the the wheel and 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 help to turn it where where we want to go so this group of people uh, three of them having a percentage in the company and the two others uh me and and uh, another person are just sitting there and determining where to go with the company uh, in like five years where do we want to be in 10 years and and all those things really just help my understanding in general of how companies work and and how is it not on a micro level but on a macro level uh internally in the company uh, just a really great experience and and I really encourage everyone to uh, take these chances if they ever uh, if they ever come your way uh, I know it's it's a really special thing that my dad had a company and and he wants <laughs> me running around out there uh, but but it just in in all in all aspects of life and also if you want to do entrepreneurship networking is is key so keep going to the events, keep uh, joining online meetings, keep going out, visiting people and uh, talking to people, uh, make an appearance everywhere you can. And even though it's tough and really, it, it can be really tough just uh, bringing your A game every time you go out, uh, especially when in combination with university and school, maybe you have some other work as well. But uh, the, the the things you can take, take from there, take from these meetings, take from these people and it's just uh, extraordinary uh, how much you can gain from having a good network and uh, and using it. Yeah. I'm really happy you mentioned uh, networking because um, it how much did uh, already being a part of a company and already having experience with starting two companies, how did it help you or how can it help you in the future to um, make your current company more... Uh, famous and well-known to people yeah um so uh, i was at um a, a technology fair two years back where i first approached some people saying that i was a student and only a student they just wanted to hear about some things and and people very friendly told me about uh their products shortly in two or three minutes and then i approached some other people uh Telling them that I was a board member coming from a company that was interested in their in their products, and they told me um, some of them half an hour about their products. They oh. gave me free stuff. They uh, they introduced <laughs> me to other people, and uh, it just shows really, uh, just really, it's a it's a great uh, way of showing that. 
whenever you have an in in the company entrepreneurship business, you can easily from that uh, expand your business. So, so the, the big question left is, so how do you get from A to B at the first place? So how do you get from just being a student uh, to having an interest to different companies as well? And um, I really think it's important to open up uh, about what you want to do and also open up about uh, where you're going. So if I were to start a new company today uh, and had to talk to some people, I would say that, uh, and, and, I, and I didn't have any prior uh, uh, knowledge about doing businesses, and businesses. I would just say uh, I don't have an, very much knowledge, but I really want to acquire some. And uh, I really want to learn about your things, your way of doing it. Maybe I can come over and then we could maybe in the future do something together, do a collab or, or, or whatever. And uh, I really think it's important just to be open, just to say, where are you and uh, what is important to you? Because people don't buy products, they, they buy uh, the idea and the dream of a person. Uh, so if you just have the fire that you really love this product or you really love this service that you're providing or you want to provide, just uh, let your uh, eyes shine in some sense and just yeah, go out, be just show the fire that you have and show the passion that you have for the product or the service and the company itself. And in that way, people can see that you're serious as well. And um, it's important to um, to use the network you already have. That could be a school friend from, from seventh grade that you just thought, well, uh, his dad maybe did something with rubber or whatever. And uh, from there on, you, can, you could maybe contact him and through that you have an in. So, so use... Uh, old connections as well people people won't say no often they just uh, think it's interesting that you remember them and and in that way so i think uh, professional network is also goes into friends and, and old connections as well so so just uh, try to remember everyone and uh, in that way some some people will come up that could be useful or or from 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 which you could you could gain some knowledge so that's important as well i think I guess that many people who listen to us uh, are going to be very encouraged by <laughs> what you are saying to, to to start their own thing and stuff. So maybe if they have these intentions and come to you for a uh, for an advice, what would you say is the the first thing they they should they should do when they want to open up the business? Is just start whenever or whatever, or is there some key aspect about it um i really think most of the important well in all honesty the most important thing is is uh, logistics and planning so sit down make a plan of what you want to do what is it that makes your product or service special what is it that could be important or what what value could could this uh, thing create look into how much time would it take to establish something. And, and I know that a lot of people don't have the knowledge to just sit down and make a, a 24 pages plan of where to go with the company and with a lot of different analysis of stuff and expensive things. In all honesty, it's just determine 100% what is it that you want to do and where do you want to go and, and when, is, when is the most suitable uh, time to, um, to do it. So... If you're looking into, I don't know, creating a new type of uh, clothing for of recycled materials, uh, maybe it's not the best time to do it just up to uh, a big vacation. Maybe it's better to do it uh, 
up against, uh, I don't know, Milano Fashion Week or some Danish fashion uh, branding mm-hmm. fair or something like that. So so try to time it as well. So so planning is definitely one of the biggest uh, things in, in starting something new. All right, I guess that's a really great advice. But, uh, but before we get into... Uh, quite an end of our interview i just wanted to get a little bit back because uh throughout the conversation you were saying that you can't really imagine being an employee and on the other hand uh uh, you said that maybe at one point you are going to be running uh your family business so can you imagine the role being switched that you are the employer uh having to deal and uh, organize the other people how this sounds to to you um yeah so so maybe it's, it's just a bit harsh to say that i could never be an employee myself because <laughs> uh, of course there's uh, there's always maybe it was just a <laughs> no but we're still like uh, the way i do it and, and the, the, the way i want to do it and, and it's just to be having very flexible everyday life and and i really do work a lot But at this, at, at the end, I work when I whenever I feel like it. So maybe it's eighty eighty hours a week. Maybe it's ten hours a week. It depends very much on the week, of course. Especially when you have university at the side. Um, but going going further along, I think that leadership is is uh, important because there's uh, a lot of people are born with leadership. Well, some people are born with leadership. Other other the talents of being a good leader and then there's a lot of people that that are trying to learn it some of those really become great leaders and then there's the biggest group that are great great employees uh really just amazing workers maybe that could be an example could be a car mechanic that's just amazing very efficient and then you make a very great um employee a very bad leader because he don't have the uh the experience or you don't have the the knowledge to to do so so i really think that uh whenever you're leading someone uh it's it's about motivating it's about seeing each person even though uh, you might have 50 people or, or 200 people it's it's all about uh, motivating because motivation is multiplication and and uh, i think that that role is for me uh very inspiring and that's what i want to do i want to try to motivate some people so so maybe that's that's the that's the base of it all i really want to do i really want to be the leader that motivates others and uh hopefully i'm good at that as well so uh, uh that's the take on it i think you seem to know a lot about being a really good employer but uh do you are you currently working alone um making furniture or do you have some employees So uh at this time I'm I'm only myself uh doing uh, these different furnaces and uh furniture. Um so f- obviously uh, if if there's a need I would love to employ someone and uh uh one of my friends is is looking into Instagram as well so he's helping me out a bit and uh from from there it's uh it's just again using your connections because uh, Right now, I don't have uh, enough traffic in the company to to employ uh, one more and and pay him as well. So, uh, yeah, I would love to to have some. Uh, of course, when, whenever the company is big enough and uh, whenever it, it becomes big enough, hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah. How difficult is it doing it on your own while still going to university and having another company to 
sort of look after because it seems like uh, a lot on someone's plate. Um, So uh, that's, of course, the backside of the medal. Uh, Sleep is... is, uh, (laughs) (laughs) You can't work when you're sleeping. So just uh, I try to turn it down. And and sometimes, of course, uh, I don't have time for the the fun stuff. And uh, that is... They can be demotivating that you don't have time to see your friends. And uh, luckily, Corona helps me out a bit. <laughs> um, uh, so, well, in all honesty, it's, it is a lot of things to have on your plate. And you have to, to, to dial up things whenever uh, you need to do those. And, and especially in this exam period that we just had with January and December, uh, it's important to look into university primarily. Because yeah. of course you want to you want to uh, acquire a lot of knowledge and and learn from from the work you've been doing the the entire year and the entire semester and of course do good in your exams as well. So I think uh, the flexibility of entrepreneurship is is amazing. Uh, it also tiring. It can be very tiring because uh, I sometimes have work maybe sixty eighty hours a week besides maybe twenty or thirty hours of university or. 40 hours whenever it, it, it turns up so from that of course you can hear that it's not a lot of weekends and it's not of uh, a lot of late, late nights early mornings um and that's why planning is so important as well so just have a good calendar do planning and and of course it's important as well to to love what you're doing because if you don't love it if you don't like it you can't work that much you can't like I'm lucky that the carpentry is my hobby and uh, being able to establish a company uh, on top of my hobby and doing it uh, like that is is uh, just the greatest thing. And uh, from that, you can gain a lot of great um, experiences and a lot of great things. But at the same time, it can be very tiring. So, so of course, it's important not to take your plate too full. But uh, I like when things are going fast and I like when there's a lot of things on my plate. So uh, luckily, uh, <laughs> I work in this environment, but uh, of course, if anyone out there is thinking, oh, it's just easy having 100, 100 hours of, of work a week uh, at university and stuff like that. It's, uh, it depends very much on the person and really just sometimes stop and think about where you are. Stop and think about who are you and how are you <laughs> holding up, how are you keeping up because... Uh, it can be very tough and, and sometimes uh, it's just too much. So so take a break. Remember the breaks, uh, even though it's it's really cool just to push, push, push. It's also the coolest thing is to be healthy and successful at the same time. That's uh, the key take from that. All right. Well, then I guess we we are reaching uh, the quite very end of our talk, which was quite pleasant. And uh Thank you. So let us ask you uh, the very last question, uh, which we ask every guest we have here. And it is whether you have any any life hack that helps you go <laughs> through your everyday life and stuff. I guess that you will definitely have some because <laughs> otherwise I don't know how you, you can manage <laughs> all the great things you are doing. Um, yeah, of course, there's some. Uh, I think most importantly... Um, I said planning before, but how to plan and how to do that. Uh, find a system that works. Uh, I really am most efficient from uh, nine o'clock in the evening to three at night. That's the most efficient time of my day because no one calls, no one sends emails, <laughs> <laughs> and no one writes you on Messenger, Facebook, whatever. Um, 
So, so be efficient when you're sitting at the computer. Don't have your phone beside you. Don't have a tab of Facebook open in in uh, in your internet browser. Don't don't do those things. Be efficient whenever you're sitting there. So maybe the hack is just uh, turn off notifications on your phone. <laughs> that's uh, that's really mm-hmm. a thing that, that that did a lot for me and and decreased my stress level a lot. So the only things I have is when people call me on my phone number, that then my phone vibrates and that's the only thing. Uh, whenever I get a text message, it don't say anything. Whenever I get a message on Messenger, uh, it don't vibrate. Snapchat, whatever, Instagram, I don't even have those things on my phone because uh, they just interrupt my my workflow. And um, mm-hmm. it, it's a stress factor more than it's uh, a pleasant thing. And and oftentimes, whatever people write you on Messenger <laughs> or attack you in on Facebook, it's not life or death. <laughs> uh, that's that's really true. <laughs> if it was they would just call you um <laughs> yeah so 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 that's that's a great uh, hack for me at least uh removing social media from my from my phone uh, in all honesty yeah, i guess that's a really great tip on how to reduce the destruction could use that <laughs> your face yeah well anyways mess thank you very much for for joining us uh for thank the you for having me. yeah really enjoyed it me too all right Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure to check out what Mass does on his Instagram and also tune in next Wednesday for a new episode of Humans of SDU.